0: Oh, okay. Thousands of people are going to be on that. Nice. Uh, Good evening and welcome to the Off the Lip Radio Show. Number? One, three hundred and uh, fifty-six. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. With my dear friend and uh, co-host, Mr. Hey. Terry Campion from the Santa Cruz Broadcasting, live from the Santa Cruz Boardroom. I want to thank uh, one of our th- uh, well, uh, guests tonight. I'm going to get to. I want to thank uh, the other night when I had my birthday bash. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want my birthday for another th- 365 days. Cause I'm you exhausted. You had a good time. I had a good time. I want to thank the I want to thank Jake Nielsen and Triple Threat for Jake, you guys killed for it coming sh- for coming on the show. For coming on the show, that was a lot of fun. Um,
1: uh, but what you you had a big night. But I was curious. I don't, I don't what was your favorite drink that night? <laughs> Was there one in particular? There were so many. There was the favorite <laughs> drink that yeah. night was the
0: the, the 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 glass of very very expensive tequila that 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 John Pereira that Steve Pereira poured oh, for me yeah. that I actually poured in the bushes next to me. No, you did not. Yeah, I couldn't drink it. Did it you see? A, was it a fumble or was that purposely? See, d- did you see John Pickart from from? Uh, hang on a minute. The Chill Cafe where
1: they where they were all the fatties right. John uh, John had a great night, too. Two. Were six? you guys celebrating together? No, was it he his was birthday, six, too?
0: How old, he's 6'7", right? He's huge. 300, got to be
1: three bills. Plus, and he yeah. was lit like a Christmas tree. <laughs> you know, John is a very big human. Does it take more? He was, because he was, he had, a, he had a driver. He had a great time. Yeah, his he, wife yeah, was his, there. Yeah, he, yeah. Had, he had a big time. But he, a, was, he, was, but he speak, was partying. He was speaking Egyptian. I wonder, is that a bigger bottle when you're I a bigger guy? <laughs> well, you're a big dude. You were schnockered. I don't drink, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough. The other good thing is your girlfriend was like, "We gotta
0: cut him off." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. A happy birthday! I'm pouring it. I'm pouring it. T- 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 drink this. I'm pouring. Okay, it the I bushes. got advice for you. Went,
1: what, Don't tr- plan your own birthday party. You I know like people it. are out to get you when you do yeah. that. Yeah. You're like, "We're having a party. Come on." Yeah. People are anyway. showing up. They're like lobbing bombs at you all night. Yeah. Great uh, party. Jake killed it. The band. Yeah. I got pre buzz too. Yeah, you had a good time. Yeah. I want to thank, I want to th- also want to thank the yeah. honorable uh,
0: Leon Panetta for the interview yesterday, which was definitely mm. s- something that I'll never, ever forget. Did you kiss the ring? I didn't kiss the <laughs> ring. <but> he, <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes, you play yeah. go- you golf, you got an Aptos Seascape golf t shirt on? He did? Shirt- I had a shirt on. Oh. Aptos golf course. I was kind of preppy, you know, with mm. a college shirt. Collegiate, yeah. And he goes, uh, let me give you something. I'm gonna give you a ball mark. So he gives me a ball mark.
1: Is it a get out of jail card? No. Uh, CIA thing? Yeah. <laughs> Department of <laughs> Defense? Yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. He goes. <whistles> yeah. So he gave me that.
1: You know what? From I'm, I'm just gonna say right now, mm-hmm. when uh, when you get one of these from Leon Panetta, this matters, people. Yeah. Leon Panetta matters. He, Come you know on. what? He uh, uh,
0: what what amazed me was the decisions that he Trump and they either like him or they don't like him. But I think there's people below him that, like, like a director of CIA or sector that make very, very important decisions that
2: affect the country, that they have to make them. for other council members who over, you know, who have in the history of our right. town. Yeah, who because Mike Rotkin and Cynthia Matthews, right. I think, have each been mayor five times. Wow, the time. record yeah. holders.
1: Are you g- are you going for it? Nope.
2: No? no i'm i'm done with the mayor <laughs> okay yeah. but you're,
0: but was there a, was there a point where you're like i'm never gonna do that again there was right and, and, then, then, and, then, and then you do it again and then
2: i waited 20 years oh you and twi- then i did it again <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i would that was you know when the first term that time i was on the city council was during the loma Prieta earthquake yeah of course and that yeah. was a brutal time yeah and by yeah. the time four years you know after four years i was exhausted kind of beat right so i was gu- i was like i'm going to do something else and then you know it took a long time and i did a lot of other things in my life and then it kind of circled back around
0: did you feel that you did you feel that you were able to in the three terms that you had wh- what what let me put it like this which term do you think you made the most difference was like
2: you know i i think it probably was the second term and Maybe, or maybe the third. I don't think the first. I I felt like I, you know, was struggling. Well, I was a little bit rookie, and I was just struggling so much to um, with the earthquake. I mean, it kind of took the air out of every other issue. You know, everybody just wanted to just get downtown rebuilt, and it was frustrating. Right. So I think I probably helped a little in kind of moving that forward, but it f- was kind of unsatisfying. Right. And you know what's crazy? Were, th- we're
1: still trying to build downtown after the earthquake, Boy. right?
2: I mean, that's like we uh, we finished the last
1: project. Right? Yeah, the last one's yes. pretty much done. Right and now, yeah. It's but I mean, imagine that. I mean, and it, that's
2: thirty years. It's yeah.
1: thirty years later. And were you here during the earthquake? I was. Well, sure. actually, I wasn't. But my wife was pregnant. I was driving on in San Luis Obispo, and it was a big story. But my wife was nine months pregnant at the time of the earthquake you would have been leaving luckies up the street it was a terrible scary moment for me but you are going to run potentially for city council of Santa Cruz right and base, is this b- and, and maybe you can fill in our listeners cuz sure. it's a confusing subject yes the very confusing i think the recall and how we're yeah. right. and right. what side yeah. what and the what they're and what they're talking about but let's let's start about maybe if you can fill us in quickly about the recall mm-hmm. and then how um, th- this election is going to work
2: okay. and where you fit in. Yeah. So the, the important thing for people to know, I think especially, is that the way, uh, the way they vote, you know, what the ballot's going to look like because you've got two council members who, because signatures were gathered, are now on the ballot to be recalled or to be kept, you know, in office. So each voter in the city of Santa Cruz gets to vote on each of those people Drew Glover and Christopher Cohen, do you want them to be recalled or do you want them to stay in office? Then after you vote on that, Mm -hmm. you vote for your choice for who would replace them if they are recalled. One thing that has been very confusing for a lot of voters is they don't realize that if they vote no on the recall, they think, oh, then I don't get to vote for the replacement candidate, but that's not the case. Everybody gets to vote for both parts. Because even if you're against the recall and wish those council members were going to stay, you still get to have a voice in, well, if, if, if I'm lose. on the losing side, mm-hmm. I still get to help decide who the next council member is going to be.
1: How funny that elections always have a little bit of, like,
2: quirkiness like yeah. that. You
1: know, there's always, like, and who, who makes the wording that way?
2: This is it. Well, recalls are, are probably about as quirky as anything because another thing that makes it Kind of strange is, and this happened when the governor was recalled in California about twenty or the twenty years ago or so, is that the person who Schwarzenegger was elected to replace the governor, but he got fewer votes for him than the people who said yes, I want to keep the current governor. But there were more people who said, get rid of the current governor. So it's a l- I know that's a little confusing. Yeah, but it meant that someone who got fewer votes was the winner. Mm-hmm. And that's a really I don't there's not a very ma- well I guess the Electoral College at the national level is a little bit like that. Right. Too.
1: But right. in your position, the people who say, yeah, I want to keep them. Th- and I'm just saying this theoretically, they m- that group, that big group might be the group that likes you. Well, you uh, know, and and that might and they may that group may lose and they say to themselves, I don't have a vote
2: if it's confusing like that on the ballot. Yeah, well, they but they um, they still have to I mean, it isn't the choice they want, but there are two people, you know, there's Mm -hmm. me and Catherine Byers is the other name on the ballot next to mine. And so they get at least that choice. Like if I li- if I don't get to keep the one I want, I can at least pick between these two other people for the replacement.
0: If you be- if you became uh, go p- on the city council again, what what would be the first thing you do? You attempt to to change and
2: uh, do right. They'd be. I mean, it's kind of a little group of things that has everything to do with getting the city government just to work a little better because <laughs> it's you know it it's it very it contentious right now and city council meetings often are very contentious and they're very divided like so many things are you know 4 to 3 votes one way or the other and there's a way that i mean i think when you have a city council thinking that way it's like i just want to get four votes for what i want that gives you a certain outcome that is tends to be more divisive and if you have a city council mindset that's more like, let's try and get six or seven people to vote on something by compromising and sort of making sure everybody kind of gets some of what they want out of the deal, right. then tha- that's a different approach. And that's what I you like mean. to try to do.
1: You're a meet in the middle guy? Yeah. I mean, it w- it, I, I I must say this every day, if only we were in the middle, you know, it's because it's, uh, we're so p- divisive right now. I got a question for you three-time mayor (coughs) you've done this you had a a, a successful (laughs) business why the hell would you want to do this right
2: that's a that's a good question well i will just tell you before i answer that (laughs) (laughs) so many of my friends literally would use these words when they when i was telling them about my running they said you're crazy they literally (laughs) that that phrase just was repeated to me over and over again that said i don't It's not like I'm passionate about doing this. What I am concerned about that motivated me is that it is a very divisive time. People are really going at it in a not a very constructive way. And I think this particular moment where there's kind of this short term problem where I could just do, because really what's at stake for me is uh, not even quite a year. That's what Mm -hmm. I'd be how much right. time I'd be putting Finishing in. Finishing out. I'm willing, you know, I'm willing, I would never have done this if it was for four years. Mm-hmm. I'm not, because of what you said, I've done enough, <laughs> you know, right. of that, this, so that I don't feel the need. But I do feel like this is a moment when I could be helpful in kind of just maybe helping things get a little calmer. Because, and if if I'm successful, in, and I don't mean just me, I mean, if I'm successful in being a part of shifting this a little bit, then more people will get who sort of shied away from the process might re-enter because right now the only people who are super involved seem to be one sh- side or the other. You mm-hmm. know, the mo- I don't want to say extreme exactly, but who people who are very firmly on one side or the other. And there's a lot of people who just don't feel comfortable participating in that kind of heated environment. If we can bring the heat down a little bit, other people will run for office who maybe represent. So a you less can you can come
1: approach. in in um, almost like a mentoring position uh, in a way, or to psychologically get people to sit in a
2: group and get along. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know if it's mentoring exactly, but it 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 could be at least kind of just introducing, like a different approach to some some who haven't operated that way, and just say, hey, is are you game to sort of look at it this way? Because that was something when I, especially the last few years on the council, I kind of had a reputation when, because there were contentious issues back then too, very contentious, not quite at this level, but high tension. And after most of the other council members would talk and we'd kind of get a sense of where everybody was at, they ought literally- ...afterwards and have a, yeah. you know, I wish it could be like that. Well, you know- I think it would actually-
1: it I I, I work, think that's a know. great idea. Now in the NBA, you know, they, every every game they go down the road and high five each other, and it, sh- it almost it really yeah. has to go back to that. And unfortunately, from the very top of what's going on in our country, um, they they don't want it that way. You know,
2: so that's a, a big problem. It's we're just we're, and even we're the this and they're you know and the hand you know I don't know if it's a handful, but the people who do want it that way, who want to be more collegial. They get smacked down for doing that, like Mm -hmm. you're talking to the enemy, you know, so then even it's like it really is difficult. And it happens locally, too. I feel like I've experienced some of that, too, the fact that I sort of play a sort of in the middle role. For some people on the – further on one side or the other, they're kind of annoyed at me for even being associated with, quote, the other side. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's my job, and they're mad at me for doing that. Do you (laughs) feel that – do
0: you feel that this just town's getting divided because we have all that money coming from over the hill from Silicon Valley and all that wealth is gained over here, yet the other side of it is getting worse with the homelessness situation and mental health and drugs? It's it's getting – it's getting – deeper that way and it's mm-hmm. getting deeper that way mm-hmm. and it's just becoming um,
2: there's no middle there's no middle ground anymore it seems like yeah it is i think it's you know it that that is going on the one thing that's countering it some and it's not enough is that i think the people who even with a lot of money who tend to want to be here in santa cruz area they're pretty generous wanting to help the community people. So yeah. they're not, I don't think it's that they're all coming, you know, over and just trying to transform this into some different place. They're right. coming, they are bringing their money. It does mean th- it becomes a much more expensive community, and that's a problem. I don't want to minimize that problem. But there's also a kind of some spirit there of, like, community. around homelessness, mm-hmm. even, of those folks saying, you know, I don't want it to, I don't want that to be the result of my moving here. Mm-hmm. And so we need to tap into that sentiment more.
1: Right. Or they're buying here and not living here, which is a yeah, huge that's problem. Yeah, you know? that's and a bigger yeah. problem. That's. I think. I think it's a huge problem. It's, and I have friends who uh, live in Lake Tahoe, and the homes are all empty up there now. Yeah. You know, and we're having that same. I, I, I Blood, live, I live a, a block away from here, and there's empty homes in my neighborhood because yeah. it's a, a, <coughs> a one weekend a month house. Yeah. And um, and I think that we have a, a problem here with housing, and then we'll get back to like what you can do about mm-hmm. this. But uh, Airbnb, huge problem. Yeah. All the all the little studios that yeah. college kids and starting couples and people who moved here lived in are Airbnbs now, and that's a huge problem. But uh, I feel like, and maybe you're wrong. Is is, is, is w-
2: how
1: you ready for the big question? <laughs> Homelessness.
2: Yeah. What is, is, what would be the 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 direction. Well, see, it's the pr- one of the challenges that I just want to just I'll tell you what I think we should do, but I think it's important to talk about why we don't make progress is that w- there's such a tension between it's right now and not just right now, but the last year, couple of years, especially <coughs> it's like it feels so urgent and both both from place of being homeless of like I'm living outside and it's a mess you know I'm, I'm living in a bad situation and people who are housed going man this is ugly it's a mess there's people who are doing stuff I really don't like all that stuff so it becomes this urgency and so all the responses tend to be urgent responses right. like what can we do right yeah. away we got to do this right away and I think there's nothing wrong with that but it it really gets in the way of thinking well what is really the stuff we need to do so that in the long run we are sort of moving away from this situation because if you just you know for instance, if you just write more tickets and have the police you know you know try to move people around you know that's there's some people feel like well that's a that's useful because it moves people away from places they don't want them to be or you know it kind of sends a message of don't do what you're doing but it really doesn't change anything because then people just move you know ten blocks away or right. across town or right. wherever and then so we haven't really changed anything fundamentally so it's trying to break away I think from that mindset as much as we can but still address some of that immediate stuff but make sure that we're it's all within a framework of like where are we how are we turning in the ship and that don't goes back to one of the other things you want to, you know, I think the homelessness issue and the affordable housing issue are so closely linked, and I think sometimes people forget about that. That, and here's here's an example, the homeless center, you know, which now is called Housing Matters, but mm-hmm. what has been, been for years, they and their par- not just them, but they and their partners have this program, and they have, in I think it's been about five years, they have moved 900 plus people who were homeless into housing and yet we have as many people homeless as we did then. then. right. So why is that? Well, it's because <coughs> the housing market and the lack of affordable housing and the lack of rental housing means that you have more people falling into, even as you're s- right. helping uh, some people in a really valuable way, you have uh, that same number of people f- losing their housing because they suddenly, their rent gets increased. So They're one step forward and about 12 backwards. Right. Well, right.
1: you know, it's a, as a business owner, when I interview potential employees, if they say they live with their parents, mm. I, I'm so inclined to hire them because of the they'll fact stay, that they'll stay. Right. <laughs> well, and they can afford <laughs> it. Yeah. I, when, I, when I was growing up in Santa Cruz, you could have a service oriented job and still have a right. bed. Mm-hmm. You can't do that anymore. Right. So anybody that's in the service <laughs> industry or making minimum wage or <laughs> as an entry level position, which is, a lot of people, yeah, can't live here. Where are they? You know, they they're stacked up in cars, and I just don't, I don't know the answer. Yeah. That's your job. Uh, uh, well right, you know, but we've discussed it with many people in the show. It's and hard and
0: th- with the the uh, the, the wood solution, and it just just it just no one has the answer to it. Well,
1: right. I I today I had a great conversation with somebody that you know they're like, what happened to three strikes? I go, I, you know what? I'd take ten strikes. <laughs> like d- uh, that's like I, I mean because we have a huge a uh, small crime problem right, in this town. Petty crime, right. I had a shoplifter here at my business. Um, we caught her shoplifting. She had stolen from every business on the street. Um, the police came. I was like, great, she's going to be gone. No, five minutes later, she walked back in the door and yelled at me for calling the cops. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> you stole from me. <laughs> but that's, that's a huge yeah. problem. Um, and uh, the combination of homelessness and crime. You know, uh, respectful homelessness, I'm totally okay with. So you're going to run some ads real quick. Okay, so we'll talk un- more about
0: that. that. They're yeah. on
1: that computer, so we're going to guess. You can remember them with me. Um, can we just really quick yeah. congratulate Jeff Winterhalder again? Jeff Winterhold, what yeah. do you do? Well he, he moved know, to Hawaii. I know him and his beautiful wife are the bikini in the beach. It's still sunny and quiet I right am. now. Are they listening? <laughs> yeah, they're probably. Winterhold, it was yeah. his birthday the other day. So I know. Happy birthday, birthday to, yeah, yeah, he's, happy birthday he's to he's Jeff. He's as tan as can be. We were
0: blowing him up, but he's not even here. I know. But we are blowing up. Yeah, can go see Jeff at North Bay Ford. He's in, he's in, he's in,
1: Mau- he's in Oahu. Did we lose our sponsor? Probably. Okay. Well, That's okay. Uh, North Bay <laughs> Ford, thank you for the years of sponsorship. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, John Rivera, the captain of the, captain. Uh, the
0: Chardonnay, also with Cobalt Banker. He was there the other night, also a schnocker. He was, yeah. Yeah, he was <laughs> schnocker, too. He's in uh, with Steamboat
1: Springs, I think, yeah. right now. He's yeah. well, in
0: heavy listings. Then you see him mm-hmm. on Facebook in skiing yeah. in Utah.
1: Well, you know, when you're a real estate guy in this town, you you can go to Steamboat. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> Who do uh, we got?
0: Sean Rovi from Farmer's Insurance.
1: I went by and saw him the other day. He still loves it that we rent And him was he at your air.
0: birthday party? No, he didn't show up, that bastard. That's he really fine. He when doesn't I coffee, like you, huh? yeah, Oh, no, he,
1: he hates me. Yeah. Because
0: <laughs> we just rip him on the Anyway, great. <laughs> Farmers Insurance, <laughs> 462 322 two, 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 <laughs> two, two, two. Uh, We uh, were at Star Benny tonight. Star Benny tonight. I had wow. the ribeye
1: with the pasta. They looked great. I had chicken piccata, double veggies.
0: You, yeah, really good. Mm. Uh, also, thanks to um, uh, Seabright. Have you been to Seabright Deli yet? No. Oh. Seabright Deli. I had the f- three.
1: I had th- the three. Was it Ch-
0: Taco Tuesday today?
2: Was to that lunch number
0: one or lunch, lunch number, number two? One, my <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> lunch number one.
1: And that's the second highest ranked restaurant in
0: town? Is Is that you know what? Said they were me? voted in the Sentinel. Second highest, second deli. best restaurant next to Alderwood. Wow. All right. Seabright Deli right Worth there next to Brady's. Yeah. Uh, and, and next door, next, Surf City Sandwich. You know what, Fig's got a new logo. Gilbert, Arizona. He's opening up a sur- he's opening up a, se- a se- Surf City sandwich
1: in the desert. You know, I talked to Fig. He oh, called he, me. His yeah. daughter's joining the surf team out there. At the Wave Pool. Oh. They're having a high school surf team. And well, they're gonna come to Ca- They're coming to California to take on the coast. Yeah. want to thank Fig from Surf City Sandwich. We love him to death. Yeah. It's uh, who else
0: sponsored the show?
1: Uh, we talked about John over there at oh, Chill yeah, Out John Cafe. Oh, yeah, John Pickard. He is
2: amazing.
1: His and, son,
0: uh, chill out sign fell off the roof. The wind blew it off the roof. My, <laughs> my fence fell down, out, too. Yeah, the chill out sign's gone. I was fixing it all day today. chill out sign's gone. So, if you, if John, get the <laughs> sign back up. Chill Out Cafe, where they roll the fatties. They roll the fatties. Mm-hmm. Also, who's hearing? Oh, listening stack. Oh, Justin. Oh, listening stack. Yeah. Ju- I can't get those. Yeah, me too. I can't <laughs> hear because my, I know the, the bone's growing in back in my ear. So, listening uh, the stack. The listening stack upstreet. Right behind, uh, right behind uh, the Chevron station to get your custom made earplugs, mm-hmm. which we all need. Or that, or wear a hood. Or both. Yeah. Before you go see
1: Dr. Hetzler. Yes, no, for sure.
0: Who else? Um, uh, Dave Kayak. Kayak Connection. Are they still doing the special? Yeah, I don't Twenty-five know. bucks. I don't know. Maybe but you, you know should what? say that I we drove by. You. I drove by yesterday. Elkhorn Slough, kayaks everywhere. So I with the nice t- weather. Today was beautiful. With down the nice there. weather. Go enjoy a kayak kayak. You ever done that? Elkhorn Slough, yeah, kayaking yeah, oh back. Yeah, I've done that. Wow, try. it is. Who? nice. Oh, it People's is. Coffee. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Curtis. I want to thank People's Coffee for sponsoring the show Seventeenth of Bromer the best coffee in town. How long has Curtis
1: been sponsoring the show? <coughs> this is a long, long time. Long time, huh? Yeah, you know,
0: he hates it, too. I go in there to get a check. He's like,
1: oh, I was in line at the bank saying, and in front of me was a gal wearing a People's Coffee sweatshirt. Aloha. I saw Newman you know at, at the – He uh, was at the skate t- thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: want to congratulate uh, Trish and, and Rich Novak you for know opening what? the skate park.
1: By the way, everyone listening, um, uh, Richard Novak, th- uh, Dreamland Skate Parks, who's built 1,000 skate parks, told me it was the first time ever uh, it was completely donated by an individual. And uh, Richard Novak and his friend Roland donated all the funds and 100% donated a skate park to the community of Santa Cruz. And what a gift. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's uh, going to last longer than any of us. Right. Our grandkids are going to be shredding that park. Right. right. And uh, to me, uh, that's one of the best gifts to the community. So thank you, Richard Novak and Roland. And what al- a great little park. Trisha did a bunch of work on that. And thanks yeah. to
0: Numa from Aloha Island Grill.
1: Yeah, he was there. He, he was parade-lapping the girlfriend yeah, around. Did you see oh that? Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. Oh, this <laughs> is... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. When yeah, yeah. I see him for lunch, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not seeing anybody. Oh, I'm no, no. no yeah, but now he's like... Yeah, yeah. His arm around <laughs> the, the <laughs> girlfriend now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. Numa, he's a f- he's a sneaky little dog. Who oh, what the name is his band? Feather Snake. Uh, no, no I <laughs> <laughs> that's the name <laughs> of the band. <laughs> he's got to change the name of that band because Feather Snake's not happening. That's two bands. <laughs> what? Feather Snake. Feather. Feather and Sadly, that snake. was their porn movie. Feather
1: <laughs> opens. Snake <laughs> finishes. Who did I mean, Who I? I'll think.
0: We'll carry on the comment. By the way, our guest tonight, a uh, steam guest here on the Off the Radio Show, which you can watch. <coughs> on Facebook Live with Santa Cruz Waves is the honorable mm. three-time, not one-time, not two-time, three-time Santa you m- Cruz Mayor. Sorry, are, you married? Wow. are you
2: married? Yes, I am. Did
0: your wife go, what the F you doing?
2: You know what she said? Excuse me. <laughs> when when she she I said, told her, I <laughs> was asking her, you know, I was thinking about it, what do you, what do you think she <laughs> says? I could go either way. So she was obviously very enthusiastic about the idea. <laughs> Is
1: she your campaign manager?
2: No. Okay. You know what she did? She gave me for my birthday, she made a little punch card with ten hours on it. She says, "I'm giving you ten hours of my time to help on the campaign." And oh, she I, I would. W- she, I'd, she, I'd be good with that punch no, card. that was good. <laughs> that was good because she's really busy, and the fact that she was willing to knock on some doors and put put up some signs and stuff oh, that wow. was nice for her. It All was right. nice that she did that, but. Yeah, it was it was funny that she m- made it into the punch card. Your uh, campaigns <laughs> on social media? A little bit, yeah. I'm Facebook um, and Nextdoor. Mm-hmm. I've been doing a little bit there too. So vote for you. Yeah, vote for me. Yeah, vote for him. Yeah, I vote voted today. Did you? Re- did yeah, you re-
1: yeah, yeah. I went and I mailed my ballot today. Boom. Yeah, I couldn't vote for you because I'm not in yeah, the city, you know. But here. But I took care of the county. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: In, in a nutshell, the st- how do you feel about the state of our town? At this, at this uh, you're driving. You're driving home. Driving around town, you go, know, what yeah. the state of our town is what?
2: You know, it's, and we've it's all a been very nif- – it's it's I think this has always been true in my experience. I think we're, we're kind of caught between being – because Santa Cruz is kind of a small city, you know, a small – it's not a small town, but it's a smaller mm-hmm. city, smaller metropolitan area. But it has both the good and bad of being like a bigger city. And that's what, you know, I think our housing problem, our homelessness problem, I think we're at a scale that is hard for us to manage, you know, and that's real and that's difficult. But at the same time, the the things that are great about Santa Cruz are kind of off the charts too. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things here culturally, you know, environmentally. I mean we have just so much going for us. And the you know, the frankly that you know even with the cost of living being so difficult you know difficult i mean the economy is fundamentally in is pretty strong so it's just important to to remember both you know right. it's like we really have some serious like urban problems that we have to deal with and at the same time we just there's a lot of good stuff and a lot you know even even when the sliver of positive in even this more contentious political time is there's a ton of people just wanting to w- be involved in the community. You know, wa- even though they have differing yep. opinions, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of community spirit here. There's people get upset about stuff because they care. You know, a lot of c- towns don't have this level of connection and engagement. To well, this is so happening. tough because you
1: know, and it's just, uh, anyone who's been here a while. The, the, the traffic's worse. The crime's worse. The homeless is <laughs> so it's it's hard for them to squint and see the beauty of it sometimes and I feel like that's what people are wrapped in a little bit too much yeah. about um, and, and speaking
2: of that what's your take on, the, on our highway corridor out there yeah um, I you know I'm I'm my, I, I have such mixed feelings about it because I'm not really that into like just oh we need to widen highways because it's just it, it there's a part of it that like worries me that it'll just fill up really quick again so I don't but the thing is, I recognize that's kind of my impulse as more of a Santa Cruiser. And then I've but I served on some countywide bodies as you know when I've been on the city council in the past. And I really think about people in mid-South County especially and how many people who have to make that commute, the longer commute, not mm-hmm. just from 41st Avenue right. to Santa right. Cruz, but people from Watsonville to Santa Cruz or more, and how they just get caught in that. And I, and I feel for them. So I feel like I've been supportive of when I was in that, in the countywide transportation um, agency, supporting kind of gradually that we should try to do some widening of w- a little bit here and a little bit there just to kind of ease that burden on them, even though I'm not totally sure it's going to work. But I feel like, as long as that's what people in South County want, I don't want to be the North County guy who says, Well, I don't want it here, so you'll suffer more. Right. You right. Know, and no, that's for sure. And the, the rail trail situation? Rail trail? Yeah, so my, yeah, I'm really pretty much on the side of I'd like to preserve the rail line. I don't want to take that away. I don't want to just have a bike and pedestrian path. And the reason for that is, even if right now we can't do it, if we if we turn that whole thing into just a bike and pedestrian thing, it'll never go back. I mean, you could say theoretically it could go back, but it won't. It just that's just not it's how well this infra- kind of stu- it's so infrastructure. Yeah, and so I just feel like you know technology is changing so rapidly, and that people, a lot of people rightfully like think about oh that old. Diesel locomotive that used to go by hauling the cement, and they think I don't want that with you know going ten times a day mm-hmm. past mass. But there's a lot of places that have these smaller electric trolley kind of trains that are really quiet, really efficient, you know, small. So they you know they're not like ten cars long. You know they like might have two cars and right. and you could I feel like we could. Maybe not in the next five years, but maybe in the next 10 years, we could really be doing that. And I'd I hate agree to that. lose mm-hmm. that opportunity.
1: There's going to be the tes- Tesla trolley. Right. You know, exactly. it's coming. But uh, I'll tell you, my teeth, I, I live on the tracks. Uh-huh. My fam- I've lived on the tracks for 40 or 37 years now. Um, and when, when I first heard about the trail, I was like, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to have a garage door like a bat cave and I'm going to ride my bike. And ride just out go onto right onto it. out of the trail. So a friend of mine says, you know, shopping carts are going to go down that trail. Great. And uh, and who's going to police it? And what happens when the Ross camp is now 12 miles long behind my house? Yeah. And not that I'm I, I want I want transportation by my house. But who's going to police it? Yeah. Who's going to who's when who, when when it turns into <sighs> a complete disaster? I've seen the Orange County.
2: Yeah. Bike path. Th- yeah.
1: And when the Orange County bike path is in my book.
2: Then it's then what? Right. And this. Go- so let's go back there for a second because I didn't. There's probably a little more to say about the homelessness thing, and that is, you know, we have this really super difficult decision as a community about this particular question, which is because right now you either have to um, let it be kind of the way it is, which is that people are just kind of everywhere and it's out of control and it, you know, it's just really frustrating people. Or you could say, we're gonna have some places, we're gonna, we're gonna really say, you no, know, you can't go anywhere anymore. We're gonna have some real specific places and that's where you can be. The problem, of course, is that wherever that is, then the people who are live or do business right near there are gonna understandably not like that idea. So then they're gonna not say, don't do that. And so we get stuck, and then, but then we're basically, by doing that, saying, well, then we're going to still have Ross camps and right. people along the tracks. And I think it's – I don't even want to say like – I—I when I say what I'm about to favor, I want to recognize it. I don't think it's a great solution. I just think it's the better of those two choices. <coughs> and that is we do have to kind of bite the bullet and pick some places where we're saying, yeah, people c- can live in a tent there or whatever. And then – and when they're somewhere else, you say, you know, you got to go to one of those places. You can't just go anywhere. Right. Um, and it's, But it's going to be hard right. because there are going to be people who are impacted by that. Who and, and we have to address that, but we can't let that stop it. We have to say we have to create that in a way that you can live with it, those of you who are nearby. But we still have to do <coughs> it.
1: Right. I, I'm 100% I'm for responsible homelessness. Um, I think that's a great idea when people want to help themselves and um, will a- adhere by camp rules like if you go camping anywhere. Yeah. You have yeah. to adhere by camp rules. I'm I'm 100 percent behind that. <laughs> it's the 50 mugshot homelessness and, yeah. uh, you know, and uh, and uh, uh, the aggressive uh, uh, problems that yeah. accompany it is where I think we have to be a little more um, uh, stronger. Yeah. And, and,
2: you know, I, I would, ad- you know, this. Santa Cruz Police Chief proposed one. I mean, he's proposed a few things that I'm not so on board with. But he proposed one really interesting, very specific thing that gets at one of the things you're mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. about. Which Chief Andy, we yeah, love Chief, Chief Andy, Andy. We know him. He he said he suggested let's make a you know a a rule that you can only if you're camping somewhere, even if you're not doing anything else wrong, you can only have one bicycle
1: thank goodness you what know a right great and rule. then
2: you know it's yeah. a really simple idea and it's like if you have no you know and it's suddenly all the encampments where there's chop shoppy stuff right. or even just you know three or four bikes just which is both represents the fear you know and the genuine fear around bike theft but also around the mess that yeah. people just hate when they see that right. stuff yeah so i it's think a comp- I, you know there's things to manage this that like it's like you were saying. You want you gotta expect that there's gonna be some rules and some responsibility, but also give people <coughs> that opportunity to have a place where they can follow the rules and be.
1: I would love that good. idea. I think another great suggestion would be because um, the problem is is that when they get a flat tire, they gotta steal a whole new bike because uh, they got a flat. And I think it'd be awesome to have station flat tire stations mm-hmm. where people can get their flats fixed instead of going and stealing a new bike. And that's why there's so many rims at all the camps oh, that are just yeah because they, they get flats and so they, they just, just take the tire. They off they, they <laughs> don't have th- they need food, alcohol, and drugs, and so they're not worried about a tire. They'll go steal a new bike over a flat tire, and if they had a place to get their tire fixed, for it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you could promote that and be like, hey, go go. It would be great. This
2: which reminds me, I mean, this is one of the things I'm. I should mention, you know, one of the things that I do when I'm not <laughs> running for city council, I'm on the city's. Homelessness Advisory Committee, we're working on some of the issues I've been talking about, what, what do we need to do that t- so it's better than it is now? And a piece of that, which goes right into what you're saying, I mean, it's a broader, but it, it includes that idea of like fixing bikes, is that, that there be a whole bunch more people who are doing the outreach to people who are camping. Because the cops, it's such an unfair burden. Right now, they're the front lines. They just go and they don't, you know, they don't have yeah, tools we'll to deal with this, right? If, right. if, if you're homeless, that's the scariest person on right. the planet. So if you have people who are really outreach people who are just like, I, I want to talk to you. I want to check out what your situation is. Let's talk about what you need. And for instance, if they, that would be among the mm-hmm. many things. I, I don't mean this, there's a lot yeah. of other things too, but Grab it's like, oh, your tire. bike is busted. I we can I can tell you how to get that taken care of. Here's a mm-hmm. place to go and you know or you know you need to here's where the medical clinic is or you know here's where you can get food mm-hmm. um, but or mental health services right. or whatever it is um,
1: Can we hire homeless people to do that? Well, some <laughs> yeah, in that fact seems like
2: I mean <laughs> but I think it it needs to be people who it, it, it they would have to be kind of in a place where they're more stable. So that because you know, f- you you want to be careful in doing you know in in programs like this where it the people who have just recently been homeless don't fall back into some some of the bad stuff right. that was kind of holding them back as uh, in as why they w- had become homeless right or had stayed homeless so y- you want to make sure that the people are doing it are in a strong enough position where <coughs> they're really. You know, gonna be super helpful because they do know the reality, mm-hmm. but they're not gonna get pulled into right. some of the the negativity that exists out on the street. So, how long have you lived in Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz for? Uh, Forty-six years, I think it's been. S- nineteen well eighty. D- let me. I think. It's nineteen well it seventy-three. What is that? Seventy-three. So that's actually. A long time. Forty-eight. So years. I got here. I <laughs> got I
0: so uh, we ask our seasoned guests. Yeah, and he yeah. I, I think yeah. He's a seasoned uh, guest. Yeah, a seasoned <laughs> guests. We we, are, we mm-hmm. ask our seasoned guests, and you definitely qualify as one because your moustache is great. <laughs> um, what was your what's your what was your favorite decade and why?
2: Oh, in ta- y- mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. Santa Cruz mm-hmm. or yeah. Um, you know, I think I'd have to say the '80s. Because that's when I started. I mean, I started the Saturn Cafe in 1979, but so basically, it was sort of born right as the 80s began, and that was just such a great adventure for me. That was I was in my 20s, hippie, and, and I was kind of hippie, mm-hmm. and 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 the people who I ran the Saturn with, we were all really young. We were we were working hard, but we were having so much fun doing that, and we. D- you know, one of the things that I used to do so much then is like whenever I had a you know day off or break, we'd go up to the Garden of Eden on mm-hmm. the San Lorenzo mm-hmm. River back when it wasn't overrun mm-hmm. like it is now and just run around in the redwoods and swim and it was just a really hey, good time was that naked do you
0: think he was, was yeah. almost going to say <laughs> that <laughs> yeah <he> was like <laughs> oh, no i wasn't maybe, naked maybe up there <laughs> 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 once, maybe once now, like, your
1: favorite item at saturn cafe like what you no, ate yeah. what was
2: turkish coffee mud pie oh. turkish coffee oh. mud I pie Turkish that. coffee ice cream yeah. yes mm. yeah not even close really that was right. th- that was the thing because well um, you said ice cream was kind of your deal back then yeah yeah, it was much more weighted to desserts at the beginning. I mean, that was sort of the inspiration right. for me was to have a nighttime ap- – you know, I the reason – I had just graduated from UC Santa Cruz, and the only place you could go when Crate I was a student was the Crate Place mm-hmm. and Farrell's Donuts. Oh, right. And, yeah. and, and the Crate Place was about as big as a closet then. That was when it was down by the clock tower. Yeah. Or no, there was even a place before there that. There was? Yeah. And then – and Farrell's Donuts, which was fun to run down to, mm-hmm. but it got old, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was really that consciousness of, like, there should be pl- – there's, like, thousands of students who at 11 o'clock at night <coughs> want to go eat something. Mm-hmm. That they have the munchies, right? Mm-hmm. They need, <laughs> need a break. They <laughs> and so that was kind of the inspiration is to have a place, you know, especially at night to just go get a snack and yeah. be sort of near the university. So, hmm. so it was very dessert-oriented. Was your
1: wife an employee there? No. Okay. Just want to see if you're fishing off the company pier or something <laughs> <them> down <laughs> there. <laughs> okay,
2: dipping the pen in the company y- ink. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. Uh, so, do you feel that your legacy to Santa Cruz was has been the uh, Golden State Warriors, or or your legacy was is to this town,
2: Saturn is Cafe? Uh, is Saturn Cafe is another one too. Um, so I would say, I'll say three things that yeah. I like to think of, <laughs> and those are two of them. I would say the Saturn Cafe is something that again you know so many people from so many different places kind of recognize that as sort of this old institution on highway one mission street for uh, how many years right before it moved after 15 years two fires Mm -hmm. yeah and then um the warriors is kind of a good one i really like that the other one is that i actually helped start the what's now called housing matters the homeless services center back when there was really there wasn't nothing in terms of dealing with homelessness was very minimal. And we just started, th- I helped start a food program that then turned into a little bit more, and then a shelter, right. and and it was really, um, so I just feel like that was not, I would all these things were team efforts, but right, that is right. something that I feel r- really was a valuable thing that still exists. Do you have in something in your
0: back, do you have something that you want to accomplish uh, uh, uh if you get if you get reelected and get back on the city council
2: you know the the i won't be there long enough to, to do a big deal but right. i i do hope that one thing that i'm more and i'm working on this even whether i'm on the city council or not is there's a lot you know homelessness is so you know the one good thing about it is that everybody agrees it's the most important challenge the community has right now and that's an opportunity even though it's Based on the reality how bad things are out there, but there's a new willingness for people to do more and extend themselves more and collaborate. The county government is doing more than it ever did, and so for me to just get everybody working together on this would be uh, something that I really am dedicated to. Mr. Lane. Thank
0: you Thank very, you much. very and we, much. We wish you the best of luck with everything you
1: do. Thank you, know? you so and much. And the election—when really do we
2: find out? I mean, yeah, March third at midnight. Maybe we'll know <laughs> something. Are you going
1: to th- go down and cast the vote, or you did you mail it in? No,
2: I'm, I, I probably will go vote at <coughs> the polling place. I sometimes do vote by mail, but I'm, my life is not actually that hectic that I couldn't find, you know, fifteen minutes to go to the polling. Well, place. good luck. So if, if, you you
1: if, you, if you are successful, will you come back? Oh, I'd be pleasure, be okay. a pleasure. I, I, I had such know. a great time. Thank
2: awesome. you so
0: much. A couple people forgot. We forgot, we forgot Timmy from Pono. Aloha, uh, Pono Timmy. Hawaiian tab. I want to thank Timmy for sponsoring the show. Timmy, take great care. I want to thank. Um, I want to thank uh, the guys at Seascape the other day for uh, for. Letting, let us let, nice let, let, letting, 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 letting us have the bash there. So I want to thank yeah. uh, Seascape Golf Course and tomorrow night a special another a special edition Wednesday night edition of the. Arthur, the better show, and I guess. Big show. Our guests are probably the greatest, the best surfer ever to come out of Santa Cruz. The one and Uh, only. The one and only Nat Young will be Mm, in studio. this big win. Here tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, Got some great shows coming up. The Joint Chiefs are coming up. Mr. Uh, Mayor, congratulations. A lot lot of good shows coming up. And once again, thank you to three time Mayor. (laughs) <laughs> the man, the three myth, the ta- legend. Who would do that gig three times? <laughs> mm-hmm. Three-time mayor, the Honorable Don Lane for coming to the show tonight. Thank you very well much for then. listening, and good night to you all.
2: Thank you, sir. Wow, you guys must be exhausted. No. no. No, I'm teasing you. Yeah. You guys exude a lot of energy. when We you have fun this. <laughs> It's yeah. really
1: great. No, we do but have really. a lot of fun. Uh, that I don't think that I've that ever done be be a more energetic yeah. interview. That'll really? be on your social <laughs> media. you can they share that off Human of yeah, Santa Cruz Waves. Yeah. yeah. So that's where Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz, uh-huh, Santa Cruz Waves on their Facebook. I definitely yeah. do that. Yeah.